Turn the podcast machine over. <laughs> you, uh, how does it, um, doesn't make any sense. You will, you will notice time to turn over the cassette when you hear Garfield beep like this. <laughs> this is a podcast about Garfield. You can read along with me in your book. You will notice time to turn over the tape when you hear Garfield purr like this. When you hear uh, when you hear Lyman snort cocaine like this. <laughs> Hashtag snortin' Lyman. Um, I like that one. That one's got legs. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me one bar. Heal my car, shield my tie, heal high deal by wheel, stop heal. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the Garfield of podcasts. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. And my name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. John, at long last, we have reached the end of another week, because today is Sunday, the 3rd of September, 1978. We are looking at the 77th ever, lucky 77, 77th ever Garfield, and the 11th consecutive strip with no appearance from everyone's favorite itinerant street addict, Lyman. (laughs) Hashtag, where's Lyman? Yeah, uh, uh, agreed. I mean, look, Look, I, I I know that like the internets are are just a buzz a buzz over this mystery. Where where did Lyman go? Where's Lyman? Now, is, did, is John did like did John like lock him up in the basement? Listeners, obviously, if you see Lyman, call the police. Let us know. Call no, the police. Call, but, don't call the police. Call call us. Call the, Lyman should be assumed armed and dangerous do not if you see lyman do not attempt to apprehend him but listeners please we we know how funny it seems like it would be to call in a fake lyman sighting to the police or to post something on twitter or instagram this is serious dead don't, serious don't do that don't do that stuff call 1-800 go lyman <laughs> John, what happens in today's strip? Well, Chris, in today's strip, despite all available evidence to the contrary, John Arbuckle does in fact receive mail. John, I saw that synopsis you had written and I wanted to ask you, what is the evidence to the contrary that we had previous to this strip? Oh, that he's like kind of a loser. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. I mean, but he's still going to get junk mail. Uh, You know. Uh, whatever. Are you, are you, you don't like that synopsis? You want? You want no, to I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I dislike it. I'm just saying. Should, I, maybe, I don't know should, if I'd, should I. Should we workshop it any, on the podcast? I hadn't, I hadn't seen any evidence that John Arbuckle doesn't receive mail. Look, he looks like the kind of like pathetic single guy that like doesn't get any mail because he's he's a, he's a loser. I mean, if someone had asked me like, "Hey, do you think John Arbuckle receives mail?" Mm-hmm. I would have said, "Yeah, probably. Probably he gets bills." He gets, I mean, his, you know, junk his, mail gets ads. It, it, nah, we know, he, he we know, all... John, John, it has been established in fiction that Garfield receives mail at John's address. 
And so I think to an extent, like, well, like if I get a letter from the mail from the yard, if I get a letter for addressed to my cat, I don't at my think address, that I don't think that letter was delivered by a postman. Oh, you don't think? You think it was like a special courier, mail carrier, I should say again. Huh. Um, but he is male. Yeah, we see that in panel uh, seven. Yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, you know, like, what, what, what you're gonna like? What, what, what? <sighs> no, I'm one. not gonna. <clears throat> panel one, Garfield. What happens is, in panel one? Garfield is is uh, hanging out on a countertop, mm-hmm. sweating. We we yeah. have droplets of sweat flying off of his face. <laughs> Um, and he's thinking, I hate summer. I got to beat this heat somehow. Panel two, Garfield is grasping. What is he grasping? A fan. A fan. Yeah. And an electric thinking, fan. An electric fan. He's thinking, ah, John's fan. John, can I hold you up for just a sec to say what I do like about this this intro? The counter has already changed colors. I mean, there is that, sure. And it changes color again in panel three? What I like about this is that um, we're reading it on September 3rd. And look, sure, early September can be hot, but it's not the dog days of summer, am I right? Uh, Well, we don't know that Garfield doesn't take place in the Southern Hemisphere. What I like, I mean, if it were in the Southern Hemisphere, it would be quite chilly still. In September? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, September is like their March. Um, What I like about this strip is that what it indicates to me is that, you know, they write these things like six six to eight weeks in advance. What I like about this is that Jim Davis was clearly hot when he wrote it. Mm. And he knew that it would air in September. But he just didn't care. <laughs> Classic like, you know, Jim Davis. Like, I could save this for next summer, but who knows if I'll still have a job by then. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, whatever. It'll be yeah, it'll be September. It's still kind of hot. It's, well, when you, it's fine. You know, like when you fly by the seat of your pants, like Jim Davis d- does. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, he's, he's playing without a net. You don't care about, about continuity anything. or any, Anything. Like, Anything. Things lining up with, uh, you know, real real world um, seasonal shit or, you know, like... Or humor. Or humor. So in panel three, Garfield is grabbing John's glasses and he's thinking, John's sunglasses. Mm. In panel four, Garfield is grabbing a hat out of John's dresser drawer and he's thinking, John's hat. That's and, what he's thinking. And we can see the fan there on the floor. He's yeah, still got we the also, fan with him. It also looks like uh, there's some socks hanging out of the drawer. Yeah. Um, which is a little weird. Apparently, John keeps his hat in the same drawer as his socks. I'm not, I'm I not mean, sure this I, is not sure it's another, another appearance of slovenly John Arbuckle. Mm, That's not prissy yeah. John Arbuckle. Mm. And um, apparently, quite keeps he also keeps quite a lot of ice on hand. <laughs> Panel five. <laughs> I think you're referring to John. Uh, Go ahead. Refrigerator. Garfield's at the refrigerator. Refrigerator door open. Freezer door open. Garfield scaling the refrigerator. <laughs> um, you know, like a Sherpa, or mm. I guess I mean cats climb like a cat, uh, and reaching into the freezer, pulling out uh, a, a small to mid-sized ice cube tray. Which standard in, standard ice tray? Yeah, standard standard ice cube tray. Which in panel 
six, he uses to completely fill a wading pool with ice cubes. <laughs> thinking some ice cubes and John's old kiddie pool. A little upset that everything isn't identified as John's except mm. the ice cubes. John's fan, <laughs> John's sunglasses, John's hat, John's old kitty yeah. pool, which is weird that he still has. But the ice cubes, just well, some ice cubes, just some ice cubes I found. Let's Are they circle Lyman's back to, ice let's, cubes? Let's circle back to that because I, okay. I think I agree with you, but I think we need to explain the the what's going last, on here. The last panel first. So in the last panel, Garfield has has taken the aforementioned items out into the walkway in front of their house. Yeah, yeah, the front path. And the mail carrier... And he's... What what what's Garfield doing first though, John? Oh yeah, sorry, Gar- Garfield. Come on, come on. I'm sorry. You know, look. I, I'm... Is the comic strip called Mail Carrier Guy? <laughs> and if it were, wouldn't that be an improvement? <laughs> oh God. Um. So Garfield is 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 lying in the kiddie pool, covered in ice. Covered in ice. Has the sunglasses on. Has the hat on. And the mailman, and the fan, and the fan. Let's not forget fa- about right, that. Right, the fan. fan blowing on, which is, I'm sure the fan is part of the reason why the mail, why the mailman <laughs> thinks the need. Sorry, uh, the mailman is, is handing le- some letters to Garfield, mm-hmm. and he says, "Morning, John. Here's your mail." True. And John Arbuckle himself, looking on from the doorway, confused, confused. John, there are. Multiple. John Arbuckle has excellent reason to be confused, because there are any number of anomalies in this strip. Uh, so, the, so the humor here. I uh, I don't want to ruin humor? it. I don't want to ruin the joke by explaining it. I do uh, not think it would be possible. <laughs> but to, either but, to explain or to ruin. Well, the look, let us call it joke. Look, evidently the joke here is Garfield is wearing all these things that belong to John. Ergo, the mailman mistakes him for John. Mm-hmm. A classic case of mistaken identity, the basis yeah. of, of of like half of all fiction. Yeah, I mean it's it's in a some, in some form or another. It's a classic setup for a farce, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like. like this is this is the first act of a Fred Astaire movie. This it's basically the setup of every Oscar Wilde play. <laughs> the importance of being John Arbuckle. <laughs> the importance of being Arbuckle. Yeah. You know, all that has to happen now is Garfield and the mail carrier fall in love. Lady Arbuckle's fan. Uh, um. So all right, but and so so to go back to the ice cubes. You found it anomalous that that Garfield refers to everything else as John's this, John's that. Um, I wouldn't call that one an anomaly, but it did kind of irritate me. Like, come on, whose ice is that? Those are John's ice cubes. It does mess with the rhythm of the words a little bit. Messes with the rhythm, and it's like, it's John's fucking refrigerator. Yeah. It's John's ice cubes. John pays the bills. I I agree with that. Um... But so he, so Garfield does mention that the fan belongs to John. Yeah, which to me suggests that that Jim Davis is thinking that the fan adds to the 
mistaken identity element of the of the punchline, but that really, <laughs> that really doesn't work. Like, like I I, I do you not don't, believe think... I Go do on. not believe that mailman is thinking. Well, it must be John. He's wearing John's ball cap and John's uh, John's sunglasses, and he's fanning himself with John's fan. I think I think we can agree, John, that the mail carriers the mail carriers thinking is, oh, who's that? Who's that sitting covered in John Arbuckle's ice cubes? <laughs> yes. The only plausible <laughs> conclusion is that it's John Arbuckle, despite being small and covered in orange fur, it is John Arbuckle. Right. Uh, so anyway, in conclusion, um, no, I've got multiple other anomalies. That's why this strip doesn't work. What do, what do, what do, what do you got? Okay, number. Let's call it two. Because I think ha- the ice cream. Hashtag number, number two. Number two, John. In panel two, we clearly see that this fan is a plug-in variety. It's not battery powered. Hmm. In mm. panel seven, it is, that fan point. is going running, but it is not plugged into anything. Hmm. Uh, you know, I suppose it could be. It could be like a hybrid. You know, it could it could also take batteries. I mean, sure, it could also be solar, but it's not. <laughs> on um, the other on the other hand, how difficult is it to draw a extension cord? <laughs> <laughs> not difficult at like all. It might be like. It might be the easiest possible thing to have to draw. <laughs> it's like Jim Davis drew the, the the cord in panel two, and he was like, man, that was a lot harder than I thought it would be. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it off this next panel. <laughs> Nobody will notice. It's okay. I had, I had no idea that cord would be so difficult to draw when I... Nobody's going to dissect this thing in minute detail <laughs> 40 years from now. <laughs> That's that's uh, uh, anomaly number two to me. Anomaly number three. Look, we've touched on this already. The fact that a cat is sitting, a cat or anyone is sitting in the kiddie pool, covered in ice, wearing the hat and glasses. <laughs> it's it's implausible to me that this mistaken identity occurs. That he's like, morning, John. Here's your. That's not John. It's obviously right. a cat. Anomaly. Are we up to four? I think we're up to four. John Arbuckle is clearly visible to the mail carrier in the doorway. John Arbuckle is directly in his line of sight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how could he possibly be mistaking Garfield for John Arbuckle when he can see John Arbuckle not five feet in front of him? But I mean, that is the joke, right? How is that the joke? John Arbuckle could be around a corner or something. I mean, you do get that, like, that's what humor is. It's like, you know, some. it's like exaggeration of shit. That's not, that's not what makes this funny. I'll tell you what makes this strip funny, John. Absolutely nothing. I didn't say it was funny. It's not necessary for John Arb... It's like Jim Davis is rubbing my nose in it. He's a, you know how implausible it is that this guy would mistake Garfield for John? I'm going to make put it John directly in front of him. <laughs> he can't right. look at right. look at where John okay. is positioned, no. where the mail carrier is positioned. There's no way he could not see John Arbuckle. Okay, I hear that. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. Don't don't start bending over backwards to try to make this make sense. It doesn't make I, I, sense, and I have several I have, other anomalies coming. I, I have two possibilities in my mind. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Number one, there's this device where, you know, like, you don't, you, like, you can't draw, you can't have, like, a million panels, right? So you, like, you condense the action somewhat, right? Like, a lot of times yeah. there's, like, multiple beats. Time within. passes across a single panel. There's multiple beats in one panel. Mm -hmm. I believe that this panel is two separate beats, right? I believe the first beat is the mm -hmm. mailman handing the mail to Garfield, and the second right. beat is John Arbuckle noticing it, poking his head out and going, huh? John, that's a very well-reasoned. I mean, that's, and look, you can say that's overly charitable, but... No, but I, mean, I mean, I think it's a little charitable. I think it's well-reasoned. I think it's insightful. I think it's intelligent. I think it's generous. I think it is completely fucking wrong, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why, John. Okay. You want to know about it. comics conventions? Time passes from left, left to right. Oh, not necessarily. The mailman is on the right side. John Arbuckle is on the left. Are we in Syria? This is comics Are we visionary. in Syria? Are comics we in visionary Saudi Arabia, Jim Davis John? we're talking Are about here? Are we in here. Saudi Arabia? He doesn't have to obey the convention. Like, Are we look, living in a breaks, country where the language is written from the right to left? He breaks barriers down, man. He he does whatever he wants. Well, I mean, man. that's true. He definitely I mean, does. He does whatever he wants. I mean, we're talking about a comic strip in which the color of the table on which Garfield is lying changes three times in the first three panels. I mean, it's almost not worth. You know? Okay, I, this is a Sunday strip, so it would be uh, colored from the beginning. I, You know, it's not clear to me that that's the same table, though. He's yeah, okay. on one table, and then he's going to get the fan. He's going to get the glasses. Yeah, not the, worth arguing look, about. Look, really, look nobody but. stores their electric fan and their sunglasses on the same table. No, you'd have to be insane to do that. <laughs> you'd have to be some kind of monster. Who would do that? Who would do? Who would put their sunglasses next to their fan on a single surface? I mean, it did turn out that they were useful. You know. You know. You know who in, would do in, that? In that. Like, you know. You know who would. You know who would store their electric fan and sun sunglasses on the same table? Hitler, the same, the same kind of insane monster who would store his old kiddie pool uninflated. Because Anomaly, <laughs> what, six or seven, John? John Arbuckle apparently keeps his old kiddie pool fully inflated at all times. You don't believe that Garfield inflated it? That Garfield blew it up? No, it's, I, I, I think we're, we're to have the impression that Garfield just went to get the kiddie pool and it was already blown up. They, there's a room in their house that just contains all these things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the multiple beats theory. That was I, number one. There's another observation that I have about panel seven. Okay, go on. Take a look at that mailman. Yeah. Take take a look at his at his face. I'm looking. Right? Uh -huh. you, see, you see that hat that he's wearing? He's wearing a cap. There's no question about that. I think I see where you're going with this. <laughs> don't don't try to tell me that that mailman is not wearing a hat. Um, he's wearing a cap. All right, a, ca a cap is a kind of hat. Okay, I mean, we could... Look, can we argue about that for 10 or 15 minutes? You're ordinarily, yes. But I forgot to bring the charger for my laptop, and I'm now at 16%. Okay, okay, but... But the cap is covering up his eyes. Listeners, I promise we will argue about whether or not a cap is a hat at some future date. <laughs> Perhaps our Philadelphia live show. That's going to be a bonus episode. <laughs> Patreon donor. Patreon only. <laughs> uh, 
I know what you're saying. You're going to say that cap is covering up his eyes. It's covering up his eyes. He can't see John. I don't know, man. He can probably see Garfield because Garfield's beneath his... You think the visor of the cap is blocking John Arbuckle from his field of vision. 100%. 100%. Just look at it. I'm not... I'm not... (sighs) If you don't see that, you're like... I'm not, not saying I, it's. It's like you're not even looking at. Uh, I'm not saying at it's impossible. Strip? I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm. It's not a done deal to me. I, I'm plus, like, is this guy's head immobile? No, but he's currently looking at Garfield. So you're thinking like he's looking at Garfield. He looked. Da- he walked up the walk, looked down at Garfield, thought, "Oh, there's John Arbuckle, my uh, uh, guy who's on my route, who's." covered in orange fur and he's become very small i'm gonna stoop down to hand him his mail and at that very moment john arbuckle pokes out of the front door yeah which he doesn't see because he's just looking straight ahead because the guy's looking down he maybe he also has bad eyesight you know we don't know who this we don't know anything about this mailman no (laughs) you know he could be three days away from retirement. Retirement. He could have cataracts. I mean, you know, like, it, it seems plausible that he has bad eyesight since he yeah. is mistaking a cat for a human. <laughs> um, a cat wearing a variety of human, you know, uh, clothing. Here's my final issue with this strip, John. I think you do. You look. You make a strong case about the cap covering blocking his line of sight. I I don't know if I buy it, but I think you make a strong case. Here's my final issue with this strip. Does it seem plausible to you that John Arbuckle is on a first-name basis with his mail carrier? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Flesh that out. Well, Or don't. Um, I mean, this episode has probably gone on for too long already. It Look, it's not something I would have guessed about John Arbuckle. Mm-hmm. But... Look, he's, I mean, he's a friendly guy. Uh-huh. He's a mild-mannered, you know. Yeah. Jet setter, you know, like. Never leaves his house. Never leaves his home. He's a jet setter uh, who never leaves home. <laughs> that was not, not the term I, I, I was looking for. Um, but look, I, I, yeah, I, I, I buy that John Arbuckle gets along with his mail carrier. I guess. I have, to, I have trouble with... I cannot accept that the mail carrier remembers John's name, but cannot remember that John's body is not covered in fur. Well, he sees John Arbuckle's name all the time. Every time he... Yeah, it's on the letters, I yeah, guess. Yeah. yeah, he might not even be on a... He, this guy might just, like, every time he goes up the walk, like, check the name on the letter yeah. so he can act could, friendly. Could be, could be yeah. Maybe he'll get, like, a tip at Christmas. Mm. Wiley. Do people do that? I don't... Oh, tip their mail carriers? Yeah. I don't know. People tip, like, their uh, garbage man. Really? On Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta tip your garbage man on Christmas, man. I mean, if... if Or New Year's. If if I'm... I mean, if I'm... If I'm... If you're hanging out, you know... No, no, you put the... Uh, you put, you put like, the some money in an envelope, and you leave it out with the garbage. Really? Yeah, people do that. I had no idea. No, you got to do that. Now I feel bad. You should. You should feel bad. You got to do that. That's a thing people do. I'm well, not making it up. 
Listeners. I'm literally not making it up. I know that sounded as if I was sarcastic. <laughs> Sorry if it sounded sarcastic. I mean, I don't do it um, because I live in a condo, and so we have, like, this big garbage bin. Oh, now you're making excuses. Yeah. But people oh, do I that. I don't have to do it because I, I don't. I don't have condo, to do it. And my it's true. dog the... buries bones and, like... It's true. Con- being, living in a condo is like being in international waters. <laughs> Ordinary law does not apply within the condo. The Homeowners Association Board is a law unto itself. The municipal police of my city are not allowed to set foot on the condo. Like, if I commit a crime on the <laughs> sidewalk outside my condo, they can apprehend me there, but if I run into the condo, they can't come. Like you know, they'll stay yeah. out. I, I do believe that that was the premise of one of the Lethal Weapon movies. Probably was. It's also basically what's happened to Julian Assange. Hmm. Hashtag. Let's end this podcast. <laughs> we are way off topic. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. Oh, I was waiting for you to end it, but it's my turn. Yeah, I was wondering I, I did, and I, yeah. wondering why. I was like, "Why does he not end this thing?" Okay, <laughs> listeners, I actually started to at one point, even though I knew it wasn't my turn. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was just waiting for you. To... <laughs> but then you, then you interrupted me. With oh, did I? Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> I don't remember. Listeners, uh... <clears throat> have you been listening to Being Jim Davis? Yes, you have. Uh... <laughs> Can you support the show? Yes. Yes, you can. How? By leaving us a review on iTunes. Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com. You can leave us a comment there. You can email us uh, garfield at beingjimdavis.com or jimdavis at beingjimdavis.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Our handle is beingjimdavis. You can follow me at Christopher underscore winter or follow John at you know, I was really disappointed there because I, th- I thought you thought you it was gonna... all going to be high. Yeah, I thought they were all going to be hypophoric questions. Look, look, could I continue hand... speaking is... hypophorically? <laughs> yes, I could. Should I? Probably not. Look, will we see you again tomorrow? Yes, it's anyone's yes, guess. Probably will. Is the theme music already playing? Possibly. Podcast will never end. Labor Day strip. I can't wait for whatever topical Labor Day reference Jim Davis has in store for us. I hope I hope it's delivered in verse. <laughs>